Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, dude. The 90s called. With Christine Taylor and David Lasher. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hey, Dude, the 90s Crawled podcast. I'm David. Hi, David. I'm Christine. What's up? I love your fall sweater. Thank you. I know. You can't see our audience. I'm wearing a striped autumn-colored sweater. <laughs> it looks like leaves. Yeah, it reminds black, me of fall. Sweater orange. weather. I miss the I miss the sweater weather of New yes, York. Yes, I know it is very. It's I'm I'm on I'm on theme here because because we've got uh, Thanksgiving coming up. But um, we have a really fun couple of guests today that I'm excited to talk to. And do you know them all? Do you know Patton and Meredith? At all over the years, I, David. You know what? I've ne- I, I've never met either of them, but I'm a fan of both of their work. Let me just tell you one quick story. Yeah. Very quickly. Last night, Chelsea, my 14 year old, we got home and she goes, "Dad, can we watch Zoolander?" I'm like, "What? <laughs> how do you know? How do you know Zoolander?" She said, it was, "She's seen. There's a trend on TikTok or something." So I got to tell you, I had never seen it. What? I'm not, I'm not joking. I've I'm not seen being clips. judgy, but yes, exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. We watched the whole movie together, and literally, <laughs> I, I have I, I like I put it up there with um, 
you know, Wedding Crashers and The Hangover. I We both were cracking up. Ben is like off the charts with his looks and yeah. these subtle things. And you were amazing. I didn't know you were like the lead of the movie. I thought you had like a small part. <laughs> you were so freaking good in that scene you were talking about where you're yes. spilling your guts and these guys are making fun of you. You're looking at them like they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, we I loved it. that was a yes that was the that was a movie that Ben and I had worked together on Heat Vision and Jack the pilot that he directed me and that's where we met but then when we we just gotten married and he was getting ready to make this movie and and I I I've talked about this in interviews before he was casting it and because I think I, we even talked about it maybe on the episode Ben came on. I had auditioned for Meet the Parents, like when Ben and I were getting engaged, and I didn't get the job on Meet the Parents. So when Zoolander came around, I just said, like, let's take me out of the equation and, like, you just cast the movie because I don't want to get into that awkward thing where, like, I'm auditioning and then maybe I don't. Right, but you had done both Brady Bunch movies. The, the definitely. Real, I, no, I mean, you were definitely. Comedic- of course. No, I, I, I mean, I'd done, I, had, I had done a lot of work, but I just said let's like just let it be and he went through the 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 like started to try to cast it auditioned people like auditioned everybody to the point where i was like this is definitely a job i would have been auditioning for but because it's my husband i'm not auditioning for it and he literally offered it to Oh my gosh, I'm gonna blank. I think it was. I think. I think maybe Sarah Jessica Parker got offered it first and passed. Oh my god! And she Kate passed. Hudson. Kate Hudson got offered it, and and I think wanted maybe wanted more money, wanted to do it, but want maybe they, there wasn't a big budget on it at all. And you're um, just sitting by, going, "I'm just." I'm waiting sitting and, by, yeah. and it was just funny. And I just remember one day he said the producer just just reached out to me and said, "Like, what about Christine? Would Christine?" <laughs> want to do it and and he's and i had done the brady bunch movies it was a paramount movie they knew me at the at paramount but so my my running joke is that i was like third choice and and cheap because I, I okay. was like but it, i'll take it i Behind it's like Sarah I'm so, and, and Kate <laughs> yes but not that i'll tell you like as enjoyable as watching you know uh ben and owen you know, do their mugging. Two of the best comedic actors in the world. Watching you look at them like they're the biggest idiots on the planet cr- just cracked <laughs> me up. And you held your own with these guys. And it was so such a great movie. Thanks, uh, but David. Yeah, let's welcome in these two guests. You want to tell? Yes, let's not. Enough about us. We've got more <laughs> exciting people to talk to. And we are so excited to have them here. Patton Oswalt and Meredith Salinger, my friends. Let's do it. I can't believe this. I can't believe it either. What? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Wait, wait, like, okay, first of all, are you guys in the same house but in different rooms? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's yes. <laughs> ben and I had yeah. to do, we did a Zoom the other day too, and I, uh, uh, like a reading of something, and I said, should we be on the same screen? Or be in different rooms. He goes, no, absolutely. We should be in our own box. We should. Yes. Right. So yeah. I think being in your own box is good. But also, like, if you're sitting next to the person, it's like. There's jostling. And over. It just feels weird. Yeah, yeah there's jostling. And all, yeah. We just had Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes on, and they were sitting literally, like, right next to each other. They yeah. must oh. like each other a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> they like each other a lot. But also, could we, and, and Meredith will never say it out loud, look at how she's lit. Look at how the sunlight hits that wallpaper oh, behind well, her. Well, I'll tell you, she looks angelic. Yeah, it's kind of breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. and my <laughs> ring light is the my ring light is the hardest light in the world. <laughs> I, I'm like, 
spotlight. Not a ring light. Mm-hmm. The paint, this is paint yes. and it's metallic. And so when the sun hits it, it does, if it's hitting it straight on, it makes this halo. It's like and everyone thinks halo. I have like this amazing lighting, but it's really, I'm just facing a window. <laughs> You both look fantastic. Let me just tell our listeners, you both look amazing. Are our listeners listening already? Oh, yes. We're just in. We're in. We can start. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Oswald and Meredith Salinger. I I am so delighted to have you both. I said to David that I love interviewing couples because Mm -hmm. as much as we could interview each of you for like hours individually, there's mm-hmm. something about when you interview couples that you get some of the good juicy stuff that you don't normally oh. get. Mm-hmm. Right. That, like, that was not. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like if he's sitting next to me and he's bouncing his leg and I'm like, stop it. Right. right. Stop it. Well, then we will try to uh, bring the tea today. Oh, oh. No, oh. Go to tea. <laughs> or we can get tea. some dirty little secrets out of both of you about the other. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Nice. I'm an okay. open book. <laughs> Meredith, mute your mic. Pat and go. You won't know we're doing it. We're very subtle, but we will get it. I want to see if you can do it. We're we're good. We're good. Um, Really, truly, thank you both so much. I know both of you separately from different walks of life. Yeah. Years, Meredith, like I feel like we go back and met early 90s. Very early 90s. Very early 90s. I I don't know if I met you before I graduated college or right when I came back to Los Angeles, but... Yeah, we've been friends since our 20s, for sure. Definitely. In the scene. The scene. Oh, we had our our little group. (laughs) The the group. The group. Our little group. And Patton, I know you. First of all, I know you through Ben mostly. Yes. However, when I was doing some research here and uncovering some goodies, I forgot that you are in the movie Desperate But Not Serious. Yes, I am. I am also in. What is that? Oh, yeah. What is that? (laughs) It is. We're going to talk about that movie. No, I would like Patton to describe it because Joey Lawrence is also in it, David. So we talked about it when we had Joey Lawrence on as well. But Patton, I want to hear your version of what that movie is. Well, from what I understand, the guy that made it was the same guy that made Tape Heads. Am I correct? Correct. Correct. 80s movie Tape Heads. Bill Fishman. Bill Fishman. And it's. Paget Brewster, correct, and you and yes. Claudia Schiffer out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yes. and I think you play three. Her sister. No. Uh, yes, <laughs> but you guys are you guys are young women in in nineties LA, and, and it's weirdly a very nineties time capsule in that the climax involves uh, pink dot delivery cars. That was my life, by the way. The movie Swingers. With the pink dot guy, we're playing Sega hockey. It's a very LA nineties. Uh, exactly, you said it perfectly. Time capsule. Yeah. I think that it was the that Claudia Schiffer's like the cool musician or something that we the 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 sort of fish out of water girls trying to get into clubs and things. We somehow latch onto her and then she right. takes us around. And, and I don't <laughs> remember the details, but I do remember the pink dot finale. Well, I also remember. Why are you in it? What are you? Yes, Patton. I and Brian Posehn play two. They're they're literally called auteurs, and we're just two (laughs) wannabe Tarantinos sitting in a bar, and they just randomly cut to us. I think it's in a club scene, but we filmed it during the day in this other club. He just 
mocked up a corner like we're in this club and we're just they let us expound on movies and there was no script and we just go <laughs> off about so it was just the and, two of you just doing yes. your thing <laughs> but it was also it's when i say a very la 90s movie it was also a very la 90s movie in that remember there was that whole time of like dogma 95 where you just get some equipment you don't really light it people we just show up let's just kind of do it and so the whole movie had that feel of like we just show up you shoot you get what you get and that's your movie so it it had that feel of because there was he was like okay you guys start talking we're like about what anything you want to talk about and we just started talking and then ended up in the movie it was that, that kind of movie you guys would jump out of a van and just start with a camera crew and steal what you I don't needed think, christine i don't think there's any sets in that movie i think you're just in actual apartments and club. oh like, there's no sets and we wouldn't yeah. be able to get into the clubs because they weren't until after the clubs closed. So we had these like oh, windows from no. like 2.30 to to like 7 a.m. It was like one of those things. It wasn't even like they rented out the place for real, usually. It was oh, like- Oh, and you and, you and Patrick <laughs> have to act like you're all wired and excited to be in a club, yes. but your body's like, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I That's was young. Acting. That was fun. It oh, was it fun back in the day. We're, to we're in do a movie. Those. This is awesome. <laughs> right. We're getting paid nothing and we get to be out late. Yeah, the, uh, let's really stress the getting paid nothing part. <laughs> boy, paid. was that a big part. <laughs> or, or would you work from 2.30 to 6 in the morning now? Oh, Probably God. not. Mm, no. You still do sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you got it. If you have to. If you have yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. If you have to. But it was it was yeah. fun in your 20s. It's not yes. so fun right now. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you guys, I, I, like I I know your story together, but, I, you know, I want to like go back and forth between each one of you because Meredith, we I knew of you from, you know, when when I was a young actor and we all did right right you too pat yeah. yes can we all <laughs> oh, did I, was, I was aware. Is a film nerd pat knows every single movie that's ever been released he's written books about it and yet he says that he never saw any he pretends that he never <laughs> like had no clue who i was i listen i watched scenes from uh dream a little dream i was certainly uh, conversing with it? the the gym scene, but I didn't watch the whole. I didn't. I didn't enjoy the narrative of the film. I, I enjoyed the visuals. <laughs> did you watch the narrative? Did you watch the film to know understand that? I didn't understand the narrative either. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, he didn't understand it. Oh, look at that. Yeah, no, exactly. no, I didn't understand it. That movie oh. was the most confusing, weird movie ever. Yeah. It didn't matter because, as you said, it was the visuals. It was you. You were such a oh superstar. You were oh just gosh. like this pop, like beauty. Like, I mean, and literally, it was like everybody's jaws are like, who is this woman is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. my God, Christine. She, so true. Who were the co-stars in that movie? Were the, the two Corys? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Meredith, who did you get to work with? Um. Piper Laurie, Harry Dean Stanton, and Jason Robards. Oh, so those oh, are your only people. Oh, cool. Wow. It would a great cast. I thought it was a young cast. I some strange. Oh, there were <laughs> oh Corey Ham and Corey Feldman were in it too. Yeah. Right. Uh Jason Robards. Are you joking? <laughs> Jason Robards, Harry Dean Stanton. Oh my God, we had fun back then. Wow. <laughs> teens in the late eighties loved themselves some Robards, man. That's what got the teens into the multiplex. <laughs> yeah. I did that, that's what sold Jason Robards. Wait, you did wait, what was the other one? The other one was a movie called The Last Frontier, and um, we filmed it in Australia for three and a half months in the outback. And every morning, I was it him that was doing Tai Chi? 
Oh no, it was uh, <laughs> sorry. Every, no, I don't <laughs> think Jason Robarts was doing Tai Chi. <laughs> no, I think he was. Well, oh, isn't, wow. isn't ta- Tai Chi is the one where it's just like, movement, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, just it's, like, it's it's more just a flow. Yes, it's like you're moving energy. It's not exercise. It's just right. like yeah. yes. I mean, it, it, maybe it is exercise. It but it feels cool. like a sort of. Yeah. Elder, some of the elderly folks enjoy yeah, they, the yeah, Tai Chi. Yeah, I would imagine it's just like gentle yoga. Right. And you and Robards. You and Robards. Me, me and Robards. <laughs> Meredith, what was your first big role? Because was the night in the life of Jimmy Reardon, was that with River Phoenix? River Phoenix, and it was Matthew Perry's first movie. Oh, yeah. my, wow. The beginning of this interview when Christine and I both kind of were like our friend group. Matthew was one of our dear friends in our friend group. And yes, and De- so that's a whole, yeah. yeah. Oh. So yes, um, River Phoenix and Matthew Perry and, um, and Magnuson. And uh, anyway, it was an, in- it was an incredible cast, but what? my first, my, my very first movie was the movie Annie. I was 10. Wait. And so you were just one of the orphans. Cause I know that I was one of the, Oh, I have to show you. Yes. Oh, but be- this is a podcast. You don't need to see pictures. But, <laughs> but you can show us. We'll describe. Um, um, so I was in the movie Annie when I was ten, um, and I was one of the orphans. Actually, it was a it was a huge dance audition, and they had like five hundred girls come to audition to be one of the orphans. And uh, my sister was a dancer at the time, but my sister is a year and a half older and super shy and hates to be the center of attention. Like, don't even sing happy birthday to her. She hates it. But she was an incredible dancer. And so my mom's like, come, let's just go to the audition. And my sister learned the dance and I learned the dance. And then at the end of the thing, the choreographer was like, you, you, you and you. And he picked my sister and he didn't pick me. And I was like, no. And then when they were (laughs) filming, they rehearsed the Hard Knock Life number like basically the entire summer and I was off at camp and then I came home to watch them film it, like actually put it on film that day. And I was like in the corner with my chin in my hand and Jason, Rob- <laughs> I mean, Jason Robards, John Houston walked by and he was like, you, you didn't know the orphan. Come on. And so then that was my first movie. Wait, John and Houston directed the movie. Annie? John Houston. Yes. yes. Oh my God. We're going to need another orphan for this scene. We need you, <laughs> you. to grab that, that girl over there. Bring her in. What He's a way a to start a career, though. My goodness. <laughs> and then I yeah. did The Journey of Natty Gann when I was 14. That was the big first starring role. That was the one I remember, right? With mm-hmm. John Cusack. Yes. And, and the Ray Wise. Wolf. Yeah. Was it The Wolf? And the Wolf. Yes. I, that's a wolf. Patton, did, you don't tell me you didn't see that movie. Come on. Yeah, for some Patton. reason, I didn't see... The journey nice. of Natty Gann, and then when I met <laughs> Meredith, I watched it, and and I first off, it is a stunning film, and and, you, and it's a Disney movie, and it's during this time when Disney was kind of in the wilderness, so they were taking risks on movies, and Natty Gann is a, it's a beautiful movie, but it's also weirdly dark and gritty, and it, it, it's like they're, it's like if they made a movie based on a Tom Waits song, that's what Journey of Natty Gann is. <laughs> he says, I'm um, the Tom Waits of Disney princesses. She's the Tom Waits of Disney princesses. She really is. In your cap, it's, yeah, right? Yeah, her little cap, and she's dirty and smoking a cigarette and surviving crane tra- train crashes. It's insane. It's insane. So, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. And I cannot tell you how many times We've been out in public and and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this in a very positive way. I'm not trying to be, but a lot of women will come up to 
Meredith and say, you were my gateway to realizing my sexuality. Like, yeah, it's my favorite compliment in the world. Like, I'm a lesbian because of you. (laughs) No better compliment. I mean, I think it's the best compliment you could ever have. Well, I have a lot of ex-girlfriends who say that I'm a lesbian because of you. So it's sort of the same thing. (laughs) I'm going to kill you. I was leading to that Meredith started at a very young age. Patton, Mm -hmm. I know you, you, uh, by the way, let's just say that uh, Meredith stopped acting to go to Harvard and graduated cum laude. I I just, you said you went to college, but let people know you went to Harvard, which is amazing. (laughs) Got a degree. Yes. A rare thing for actors. Patton, you hold a degree as well, correct? Yes. And he just went back and gave his commencement speech last year at his alma mater. Yes. He gave the commencement speech. It was pretty awesome. That was, that was very nice. So when did you yeah. start stand up? Like you, you, you went away to college. You, you, your dad was in the military, right? I mean, yeah, I was, we were sort of military brats. Then we settled down once I hit my teens. Cause my dad was like, he remembered growing up as a military brat and remember that it was awful. It was like, I want them to have like a stable, Oh, so your 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 grandparents also were military? Oh yeah, the whole family is just wow. generations and generations Amazing. of pilots and warriors, and and then they got just like you, family. You're a warrior, <laughs> and you got one funny guy in the family, man, and you're so and then, you're yeah, so and then masculine they, and virile. Yeah, the whole bloodline ends with a fat guy yelling at drunks in a nightclub. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we um, I started college, and then midway between freshman and sophomore year was when I started doing stand up. Uh, and then, so then I, and then by the time I was a senior, every weekend I was just going out and doing shows and that's kind of, that Patton's paid my, first, my, sorry, I interrupted you, but I oh, want you ahead. to tell who your first, the first oh. night you did stand up was with a young, a young comedian who was 14 years old. I was 19. He was 14. 14. The, who does stand up at 14? Are they even uh, allowed? You know who does stand up at 14 in 1988? Can you guess Christine? Oh, Don't a little any... guy named Dave, Dave Chappelle. Oh my God. Yeah, we went on stage the first time, um, the same night in, at Garvin's Comedy Club in, it was July 18th, 1988. I still remember that. I mean, that That's 14. Because to 14. me, there's nothing scarier. Nothing right. scarier. As a teenager. Wait, Christine, but- you started, how old were you? You were little yeah. too. Yeah, but I didn't start doing comedy. On a, <laughs> I know, but you started being gorgeous clubs. at what time? When? No, no, no. I started in the, my teen years. I was, I started doing commercials when I was like 16, but wow. not getting up at nightclubs as a teenager. Right, right. But I guess, yeah. you know, it, did you find that just it was, you were so young, you didn't care? There was nothing to lose. It was just sort of like a way to be creative to speak what was on your mind or was it terrifying? It was, well, it was terrifying being on stage, but I loved the hang, the world of it, of hanging out with comedians and they wake up at noon and they write jokes all day and they tell like that, that world. I was like, I want to live in this world. Be, even before I love the profession, once you find the world you want to hang out and with the people you want to hang out with, that's why when people say, oh my God, acting, it's so hard and all these things, you're like, but I hang out with actors. These are the people I'm most comfortable with, even during the times when we're sitting on a location and it's raining and we're not shooting and it's, but we're like, but this is the world I want to be in. I don't want to be, if I was in a comfortable room with people that I don't connect with, it would be miserable. This is great. 
Yeah, aren't you know? those the best parts of it? The in-between? The in-between, right? Exactly. The, t- the, the times when you're trying to cope with the boredom and the yes. what is going on here, it's the best. <laughs> the it's stories. The best. You you get to know each other so intimately, so quickly, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, so you love yeah. the world. I, I Immediately, I love the world. I and were the you world. immediately funny were you no, were you immediately well no, no, received no, no, no. nobody's immediately <laughs> funny. No. you know what well, Chappelle I, was immediately funny <laughs> oh, did, oh yeah Chappelle was at 14 he, he was 14 he he looked like he'd been doing it for 30 years he was so smooth oh, wow. so present but he then told me and a lot of comedians i know have experienced this brian regan experienced this and so did david cross and this can be a real nightmare you go up your first time and you kill, and then you cannot buy a laugh for the next year. Like, and it oh. messes with you. Oh my! Luckily, God. I went up and completely ate it. So all I had to do <laughs> was go up. Like, I didn't have any disappointment ahead of me. Of wait a minute, what happened? I thought it was funny last week. Expectations so- <laughs> very low every time, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the note to our listeners: start low. You only uh, have one way to go. Ex- exactly. Yeah. You start low, and then you're it's smooth riding all the way. <laughs> Man, when yeah. I moved to LA, what, m- one of my best friends is a comedian named Mike Young, and he's he was a regular at the comedy store. Uh-huh. He's doing great right now, but like um, back then, me and my boys, like you said, we would be playing Sega hockey, ordering Pink Dot, you know, pre-drinks, <laughs> and we'd walk up to the comedy store and yeah. say, we're, we're with Mike. We'd go straight into the back and get free drinks, and it was just, it was a community. Of that world, com- yeah. Yeah. Wait, was, what year did you move to LA? Uh, 91. Okay. So you're there, you're, you were there right before the whole, just as like grunge and alt culture and slacker culture is just starting to burst. You were there <laughs> yeah. for that, for that shift, right? Yeah, man. I was, you know, Christine and I moved here at the same time, right after the show that we both started, um, our careers called Hey Dude ended. We ended up in L.A. and yeah, wow. it was the 90s. That's why we're doing this podcast. We're looking back <laughs> on that amazing time. But being, you know, backstage at a comedy club, I totally get it. It was oh, yeah. it, magical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. 
your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Meredith, were you familiar with patents work? <laughs> as we go, no. as we flip back and forth, like, like oh, you patent, you know, well, first of all, patent, like I knew through Ben, I knew your comedy, which was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I know we saw a, a few shows and then you started the yes. transition into television and film, which to me mm-hmm. is not always the easiest uh, trajectory for a comic. No, so, no. and I want to go back to Meredith and and what yeah. you knew of Patton. But first, Patton, tell me, uh-huh. did you take acting lessons? Did you know you wanted to act? Also, I didn't know that I wanted to act, and I didn't start taking acting lessons. It's going to sound really um, dismissive, but it's not. I started taking acting lessons after my first season on King of Queens when I saw how good Kevin James and Leah and Jerry were, and I realize I'm semi-recurring and they can easily write me out of this show if I don't learn how to, where to stand and where to, you know, how to act. And because in the early episodes, I am very clanky on that. So I started working with a friend of mine who would run me through lines and run me through scenes and get me ready. But also, I mean, it's a a huge credit to Ben where he would just throw me out into things. Like I was doing a lot of punch up and writing for him, like on award shows and sketches like that. And then he was like, hey, be the monkey photographer in Zoolander. Or hey, go do, you know. Yes, exactly. exactly. I was going to say you would pop up in things and yeah. it was so you were so natural at it. Well, um, again, it was rubbing off of Ben because Ben could inhabit these other characters and and make it feel so natural. Like if you watch heavyweights, he is such an evil character, but he just can inhabit it and then snap right back out of it. So so he I some of his confidence rubbed off on me and I just ran with it. That's so great. I mean, I remember yeah. do, when I was doing uh, Zoolander with Ben mm-hmm. and Owen, there was a scene that I had with both of them. And I, similar to, I think, what you felt on King of Queens, it was like I was watching these two incredibly hilarious guys be yes. so keyed into the like they weren't just being funny. They were so aware of where the camera was. And mm-hmm. it. Was, and I'm like 
uh, little like wait are you talking about ben and owen ben and owen and and zoolander there was a scene where they're you know it's like this the scene where my character sort of says she was bulimic and i'm like reacting to and then they have this crazy reaction to me that's completely offensive and then then we all have an orgy yeah, you, then you have an orgy, but you, the, <laughs> yeah. the line is you go, then I in, in high school, I became bulimic. And then Ben goes, you could read minds? Like, <laughs> exactly. No, I, like he didn't understand yeah. what bulimia yes. was. Yes. When, you said that you were, when you said you were overweight and he goes, ew. Yeah, ew, exactly. <laughs> I was wa- just, I studied them. And it, it, I mean, it was literally like learning as I went along of watching these people, uh, 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 the awareness of the camera and how to land the joke and all of those things. So I totally understand that. Christine, you met Ben on Zoolander? No, we we met before we were we met a couple years before that. We had just gotten married and then we did Zoolander. But oh, I oh, oh, I, oh. I hadn't worked with him as an actor before that. So it was um so anyway, so Meredith, back to you. Did yes. you <laughs> did you what what was your knowledge of Patton? Like what did you know of Patton? I knew he was a comedian, but I didn't really, I'd never really seen his stuff. And I think I had seen an episode of King of Queens, but I don't remember that it was him. I remember liking that guy, like from King of Queens. I remember liking that guy, but I didn't really put it together really until um, we were, uh, we met because my friend Martha Plimpton invited 15 people to dinner um, on a text thread on Facebook and everybody went to the dinner party except Patton. And I responded the next day on the Facebook thread, best dinner party ever. And then he happened to be online right then. And he DM'd me and he goes, Oh, I was supposed to be there. And we ended up DMing each other for like two hours, just chatting. It was not flirty. It was just like chatting. How do you know, Martha, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, this was fun. Same time tomorrow. And I was like, all right. And then, Literally for three months, we texted each other two hours every night for three months straight. And it didn't even get flirty until like two months in. Yeah. And um, and I had been single for a really long time. And um, and he kind of gave me a compliment and I freaked out a little bit like, oh, I hope he doesn't think I'm flirting with him. Like he's so smart and amazing, but I I don't think he's my type necessarily. And, uh, and then I had lunch with my best friend the next day and I, I told her and, and I was like, I think, I think I love him. And she's like, yay. But then I started crying and she's like, why are you crying? And I said, cause I don't think I'm going to like him when I meet him. Like, I just don't like anyone. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And- you said you lo- you think you loved him before you ever met in person. Yes. But That's months, phenomenal. months of months, months of testing. Every day. If you go on a date with someone, your date is two hours long, right? right? You're going right. to meet for dinner. You're going to chat for two hours. You're not going to see him the next night every right. night and talk for two hours. But you guys realize that's a very unique way to, an organic way to start a relationship. Oh. That's amazing. I think yeah, it had yeah. to happen that way because I think had he gone to the dinner party and then I saw him, I would have just been like, hey, you're funny or whatever. And, it, yeah. and that would have been it because, right. you know, because I'm stupid and judgmental and <laughs> single, you know, all those things. <laughs> but then but then I said I loved him. And she was like, why are you crying? I'm like, because I don't think I'm going to like him. And finally, we ended up meeting each other. And I thought if I meet him and we have any chemistry, he's my husband because he's like the smartest, kindest most i mean i fell in love with him i fell in love with his brain 
his mm-hmm. soul, everything about him, the way he talked about his daughter, just like, and I'd seen pictures of her online. I'm not going to lie. Like she was definitely like a plus here. I was like, look at that little girl. I was like, oh my God, she's so cute. I, I, I love that little girl. I want to have, I want to hang out with that little girl. And then we met and I was like, you're so cute. And then we fell in love. Yeah, you that guys, you, it's a beautiful love story. I mean, I've seen you you guys interviewed about this before and it just touches oh, my man. heart so much. It really, it's like, this is such positivity. So yeah, it's, well, it's a delicious, delicious union. I love this. It's a good I love story, love but Christine, <laughs> yes. I didn't see, so once I started to maybe think I liked him, like two months, then I was like, oh, well, I need to know, I need to know more about him. So I watched some of his specials and then I was like, he did a movie with Charlize Theron where he, um, they have love scene together. And I was like, okay, well, I have to watch that. Yeah, I mean, what, like, what, no. what, what movie is that? Yes. He did a movie called Young Adult with that um, Diablo Cody wrote and it stars him and Charlize. And, oh, um, right. and then I was like, I was, I mean, I, you know, he has a love scene. He, he gets sort of naked and not <laughs> naked, but like, you know. Sort underwear on a lot movie, movie a lot. um yeah <laughs> and i yeah. was you know i was like i just you know i knew i i just you knew i just i just had you, to meet him in person you did your research i did my research <laughs> i, I mean w- <laughs> go ahead Sorry. no no i was just gonna say we live in a day and age where you luckily you know you can look people up and you can kind of see what's out there about yeah, them. wait a minute especially right. when you're in the public eye right in right. the 90s you had to get it in these weird, um, uh, out of context bits from a circle of friends, and you would get like little sh- sh- like shreds of a portrait, but you never get the whole thing. You had to put together a portrait from talking to four or five people, and like you don't know what. Oh my god! Right. Like, I never and, thought about that. You didn't have texting. You didn't. Right. It was all. I mean, a lot of that was. The phone you would do those late night phone calls, right, or you would do those two hour phone yeah. calls and things. Right. Yes, which yeah. you know, but it, it I, there's something about the texting where you can can like keep doing it throughout the day. You can right. have, yes. you know what I mean? It can be ongoing. Whereas the phone, like you just were living. The phone could be a little per, like a little too personal at the beginning. I don't think Especially I would have gotten on a phone call with him for two hours. No, 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 no. no. We would not. Have <laughs> right, you can no. you can be almost more honest through text, right? Yes. More, more revealing. Yeah. Absolutely. I do remember though, right before Martha sent out the invite, this was like a week before, you know, because Meredith and I have a lot of friends in common. This was on Facebook. And my brother was commenting on a thread that Meredith was writing on Facebook. I won't say about who it was, but it was just really insightful. She talked about a movie she did where she had a scene with a guy that she loathed, but she had to be like, I'm turned on by this guy. And she really wrote about the inner workings of how do I do, how do I summon lust and want for this guy that I want him away from me as far as oh, possible. It's called and acting. it was such a great like look into the actor's the mind. And, and it also ended up like, and then the people were commenting back and forth. And I think at one point she was like, I shouldn't get an Academy Award for that scene. I should get a Nobel Prize. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was so, but it was such a fascinating thing. I was like, Wow, this should be in like, like, like for acting classes. Like, people, like you're going to have to deal with this stuff at one point. Yes, it should be yeah. published. I would like yeah. to read that. We've <laughs> I have had that experience, right? Yes, uh, there yeah, are yeah, so yeah. many stories. I'm so, I've dated lots of people in my life, and 
the story. Everyone's like, you should write a memoir. And I could never because I, I would never, I'm too discreet. I don't want anyone knowing all the things I think about everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's always the tricky thing with memoirs. It's, it's yeah. how much it, yeah. like everyone kind of wants the dirt, but like, what is the overshare? What is the too much? And yes. if you're, if you're a discreet person or a, yeah. a pr- somewhat private person and you're, that's not your style. And I understand that. Yeah. I think I it's the, the audience wants the, wants the dirt. That's why. Right. Well, my friends know all the dirt. Yeah, of course. <laughs> They're yeah, like, yeah. her stories, my God. <laughs> but Pat, Patton, as a comedian, you have to let it all out there, right? You can't hold back. You have to go deep and personal and, right? You have to go deep and personal about yourself, but you can't pull anyone else in there and use their stuff. Like, you. That's that can't be, I'm going to reveal a massive chunk of your life for 10 minutes of material. Like, that doesn't... And, and there are a lot of comedians who especially in the 90s, especially during the alt times when it was all about get as raw and personal as possible, where they would, I remember they would burn down major parts of their lives for like a a good 10 minutes of stuff, like break up a relationship or go, because they wanted that drama to talk about, to be real on stage, but then they didn't realize that you have to have, your art should be a function of your life. Your life should not be a function of your art. That's not a way to live. And so I saw a lot of that early on and then realized I can reveal anything I want about myself, but other people, that's their, that belongs yeah. to them. Or at least talk to them about it. Can I, can I tell the story? And sometimes like, oh yeah, absolutely. Other times they're like, I'd rather you didn't. So Listen, I, I, my, the first feature film that I wrote and directed was about my family. And, oh, uh, whoa. Yeah. And, well, that's and, how, right, what do you know? Well, that's what I figured. Like, if I'm going to get my first movie made, no one else should be able to tell this story. But, you know, Christine knows my family. Barbara Hershey played my mom. Reed Scott played me. And uh, and it was a no-holds-barred, honest, truthful story about a, a dysfunctional family. And then we premiered at Tribeca. And I remember I was so scared because I had my mom come to the premiere. Oh. And... Uh, I was like, she's going to kill me. Like, <laughs> Well, for, before you go on really quickly, didn't you just go, mom, Barbara Hershey's playing you. So just, <laughs> just take that with a grain of salt and then everything else that should forgive everything else. Barbara friggin' Hershey's playing you. I was, yeah, she was excited about that, but I, I, I want to get back to you guys, but really quickly, my right. mom suffered no, from I some, hear this. <laughs> some kind of, some, some mental illness, some, some um, bipolar and borderline personality disorder. And I laid it all out there. And luckily, one of the symptoms of borderline is not being able to self-reflect. So she literally didn't recognize herself in the screening and was just so proud of me. Wow. It was crazy. It was a crazy experience, but I was so nervous too. My heart was pounding. Oh my but God. Yeah. Just to your point though, of like writing a book or doing standup, if you're going to do it, you do it, you know? Yeah. You don't bring people down with you in, in an un, dishonest way, but uh, people yeah. want to see honest stories, I think. Exactly. And and, and sometimes you got to pay the price for it. You have to go, okay, this is not going to maybe cast. If, if ever I do really revealing things on stage, it's about not casting me in the best light. Like, okay, here's this stupid thing I right, did, or here's right. this awful thing I mean, thing you, I you have <laughs> referred to me as an insane Manson girl. 
on stage. Well, so, well that's you, not nice. You also said that I you might attacked have been... a subcontractor with a bat. So you, there was some. <laughs> oh my sometimes, goodness. sometimes you 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 earn the title, yeah. right? That the, I, by the way, I do say you looked hot as hell doing it, but you, it was that <laughs> it was that sexy, scary thing of like, I want to sleep with that hot hippie chick and then get murdered by her. It was that kind of vibe. Someone, a, a guy came into our backyard unbeknownst to us and Alice was like, mom, there's a guy in the backyard. And I <laughs> and I was like, what? And so I ran downstairs. So I grabbed, I have a little pink baseball bat, like a little aluminum pink baseball. I thought it was cute. I was at Target that once. Is, I was like, this is so cute. So it's like a little kid bat. Like it's, it's a, a kid. It's a little tiny kid <laughs> aluminum baseball bat. And now it's a I, weapon. <laughs> Yes. And she's like, Mom, there's someone in the backyard. And I ran downstairs and Pat and Alice are both in the kitchen. And I, and I looked at them both and I go, stay here. Lock the door behind me. And I ran out <laughs> and I ran out to the guy and I just I went insane. Yeah. And then um, Patton talks about this in one of his stand ups. But um, I went insane. Turns out <laughs> the poor guy, what, uh, our pool man gave him our code. Because he oh, had no. to like look at something in the backyard, but he didn't ring the bell. He didn't knock. Just a and he random also dude. The pool mate didn't tell us the guy was coming. No, yeah, so we didn't this know. Poor guy. Oh no. Getting... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I went. I went Manson girl on him. Yeah. But that instinct, you know, by the way, is yeah. very Protective interesting. Mama. Very interesting. Mother instinct. bear instinct. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. that's not everybody. Also, not just instinct. Alice. You. He's just say, Alice, hide. I was like, the two no. of you, stay here. <laughs> Mama's got this. Yep. Wait, wait, Patton, the, the, the guy who comes from the a great military family <laughs> was not the one who went out to save, to save the... That's hilarious. Silver wings upon their chest. Although, listen, <laughs> I do say I ended up trailing behind her. I'm in flip-flops and cargo shorts and a t-shirt. And I <laughs> argued scary. that... I, but it actually made it even more effective because she's confronting the guy with this bat and I'm like eight feet behind her. And my energy is like, I can't do nothing when she gets like this. She's killed so many people. Just please. Like it actually Ma added to the terror. Of right. It. Exactly. Ma goes crazy sometimes. Meredith's having one of her spells and then nothing I can do. So the best thing you do is run and I'll just try to get to calm her down. Like Go it was on, so that guy would take off. In the other yeah, direction. Yeah, I know. He wanted out of there immediately. <laughs> even, by the way, even when we realized who he was and then Mary's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He didn't tell us. Like, I was like, that's great. I'm going to leave. Like, he was like, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm still Please. leaving. <laughs> yeah, I'm still leaving. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. And I want to talk to you just I, there's you have so many uh, like incredible credits. I, I really just because it's so personal to us. But you you in, in the secret life of Walter Mitty to me is one of the most honest, heartfelt that I mean, the whole movie, I, I, I'm such a big fan of it. And, you know, yeah. not because it was a movie Ben made, but because of what the film is. And there's something about that moment where you two meet in the film and you're just so damn good. You So I want to just say, because when you said the King of Queens story and getting into acting class after that, yeah. like you have become such a talented actor. To watch. Thank you. And also, I love my dad was something that oh, Ben God. and and um, the kids and I watched not that long ago. Phenomenal. Wait, how old are your kids? Twenty one and eighteen. Uh, oh, oh, okay. No, <laughs> they are not. Yes. yes. Oh. So, yeah. So they're definitely old time. enough. No, good. no, no, no. Okay. Not not uh, Ratatouille age. Not Ratatouille. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing about um, Walter Mitty uh, beyond you know getting to do scenes with. Ben and 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 getting to all, do all the stuff in the movie. That movie is going to that movie is going to end up like Office Space in ten years, where it is such a perfect documentation of how we are starting to become fractured in terms of being online and communicating online and not actually. Which is why the scene where we I've, I'm a disembodied voice on a phone, which yeah. I think a lot of people deal with all day, or a text or a phone, and then suddenly we're just together eating a Cinnabon right. in the airport and actually just talking like people. And it, it feels like it's, it's really sweet, but it also feels like 
This is something we might lose in 20 years if we're not mm. careful. And there's a lot of as funny and goofy as that movie is. And there are scenes that are so hilarious. There are some really deep, serious things going on in that movie that I think people are going to look back on and go, oh, oh, we didn't see it back then because this was so goofy and entertaining. But the, yeah. the best no, use no, of no, a David Bowie so. song I've ever seen in a movie. Right. The best use of a Bowie song I've ever seen. <laughs> like it, right. it gives me chills and when i saw it in the theater we went to the premiere the whole audience like kind of stood when that moment happens this is yes. and he jumps yes, and and the hell oh. yes but all of it i know it's just it's a you're you're just so good in it and i just wanted to say Thank that you. wow you know make it official i wanted to say you are such a good actor and you well, are really truly one of the funniest people hey will you guys do you talk about working together do you do you are you well, I mean, it's, we're not opposed to it. Yeah, because um, totally I would like to together. see it. I, for yeah. one, would like to see it. I loved we your podcast, by the way. I didn't know oh. about it. I'm like, a, I'm late to the podcast game. <laughs> really, you're late, really guys. late, Christine, because uh, I, we ended it. I know yeah. you ended it, but I want to say, like, I went back when I, because I think Ben had said when he talked, he goes, "You guys had a podcast together," so podcast, I started right? to listen, and it is, it was just so fun, and just hearing the two of you together, just talking about. And I love the title. I just loved it. It's just such a, it, you two are just d delightful together. So I, I just Thank wanted you. to say, I would love to see you work together. That would be fun. I'm going to manifest that. We loved doing the podcast together, but we never fought. We, we don't fight. Pat, yeah. Patton is the most lovely, gentle, wonderful man on the planet. We do not fight. But when we were doing the podcast together and because we had to like do everything and set everything up and it was like frustrating and not understanding like technology, oh, and we'd oh. be like, we'd be like grumpy and at each other. Like, well, just do this like that. And then Nit nitpicky. nitpicky. So yes. nitpicky. <laughs> there are certain episodes and Meredith points out one of them where literally we were like, if you would just shut the fuck up, I could get this thing from all. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Hey, welcome to, uh, did you get my text? I'm, uh, I'm Meredith Salinger. And then, but in the in the episode, she was, by the way, I just want to say as chirpy and bright as we are right now, we were about to kill each other before this. It was so brutal. Right before we sat down to record this, just one time we had a huge fight. And I was like, God damn it. And he's like, I don't even want to do the podcast. So I'm like, this is due. We need to do it right now. I'm like, be professional and suck it up. And then I'm like, hey, everybody. Like, and we, and we both really oh did. God. We both did. But then I burst into laughter because I was oh like, God. you guys, we are being so professional right now because five <laughs> seconds ago, I could have killed him. So that was I it. Think, was it therapeutic to be able to then talk about it? And just Actually, it, it helped that we owned up to it on the podcast and said, some of what you're hearing right now is actually kind of false because we were about to we we're about each to fucking other. end a relationship <laughs> over a fucking power cord. And now we're just talking about like a funny commercial we saw. And dude, <laughs> that's that's the good stuff. That's what people yes. want to hear. You know, right. they want to hear what's really happening behind the microphone. Exactly. But but that happened. It was so frustrating and it was so nitpicky. And I was like, I, I don't like fighting with you. I don't like yeah. this thing. And so we're like. I think let's just stop the podcast because being, <laughs> oh being my God. yeah, I think that's, yeah. we were just like, we love we each other too much. episodes, it went well. I mean, 52. it was a nice experiment. 52. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. Yeah. You didn't want to do it in, in perpetuity, right? I mean, working no. with yeah. a spouse is a very, it's a unique thing. Christine and Ben have figured out how to do it. 
but not many wow. people. But yeah. we're not doing it regularly, and it's not. Right, it's every. Right, it's right. it's you know. It it's was a project. So, it's a it's a project. Right. Yes. So when you're doing a project, and you and you know that it's like it's a three month movie or it's a whatever, and you can focus on that project, and you both have your characters. And your, but this is like real life every week as yourself, and then that can you know. Absolutely. It's a different no. thing. Yeah. But you've done the, you did the Zoolander films. You did um, uh, Dodgeball where um, oh, yeah. it's weird how, how many memes Christine has ended up being. She's the short oh, jam that, that the people send. Sure which and some people change it to sure clan when they're making fun oh. of like a Republican sure clan. Oh, and my then, God. Really? Oh, God. Yes. And then with, also the with phrase, Christine's face. Yeah, the little, it's the mm. Shurjan. It's the Marsha, right? Shurjan. Yeah, but then also the I think the first use of the phrase I just threw up in my mouth a little bit is from Dodgeball. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, and that got used like that became a thing. <laughs> but Everywhere. Patton, awesome. Patton, another thing I remember you before the movie was officially even green lit, green lighted, uh -huh. green lit. You, <laughs> we did a reading of it, and you read yes. stage direction and. It, like I use you as the example to this day at any time there is a script reading or anything where it's how important it is to have somebody who keeps the rhythm and the flow and yes. knows comedy, especially in a comedy. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was you. I'm not kidding. And Vince and Ben and I like a lot of the cast that ended up in the movie were in that room for that reading. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you, I swear to God, it was Patton Oswalt that sold that movie because it you killed it. And well, you're also the voice of multiple characters in that yes, movie too. Fun fact: I pop up on a lot of a lot of. <laughs> but that was also from me being such a good stage direction guy. Was from all the ones, and you've we've all sat through them where someone is doing the stage. It's like exterior warehouse <laughs> day. <laughs> we move it, and you're like, oh my Monotone. god! So when when I do them, I'm like, we're in a warehouse, and then I just like point to people, and they start the scene. And like, yeah. now we're outside. Now he runs here, so it's like. Like a, con a conductor. Yes. Conductor, but also I try to do the energy of I'm a guy who just saw the movie and I'm describing it to a friend. Oh, they're in this warehouse and these two dudes come in and then this thing blows up. So they run outside and then they meet. It's like that kind of thing. It's an art and form. See the movie. It's an yeah, interesting wanna... niche to be a stage direction reader. For... I look, <laughs> I was getting called in to do it because the word got around. So I, I went to a really early, I started doing, I did, um, Blades of Fury. I did uh, Meet the Meet the Fockers. That's where I met Robert De Niro. Oh wow! And um, <gasps> like all you met these... Robert De Niro. Yeah, at a, at a stage read for um we we did early and that's what before they you know they had Dustin Hoffman. Rob Reiner played Ben Stiller's dad and was so fucking funny. And because De Niro is all um, borders and. Um, you know, don't touch. And this is my thing. And <laughs> Rob Reiner's like, give me a big hug. And, and those two together that would have been, would have been visually hilarious because De Niro is also kind of small and Rob is just this big lumbering bear. And the way they played, it was so funny, but then they like, we got Dustin Hoffman. And if we get Hoffman, we can get Streisand. So we had like, but <laughs> Rob Reiner would have destroyed it. Rob Reiner was like, okay. Yeah. No, he, he, he's Dustin. a director. He's like, I, I know what you're, what you're about to do. I'm totally cool. <laughs> oh I had no idea about that. I didn't know that story that at all. That is so cool. Oh, yeah. God, he was great. Yeah. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Wait, Meredith, I want to talk about you. You are, you, you are a mediator, a divorce mediator. I well, no, you do a movie for three months and then you don't work for a couple months and you get another show and you do that for a few. And in 2009, it was like a little bit longer in between jobs. And my mom was like, you're too smart to be a waitress. You need to not that <laughs> you got a Harvard degree. I'm yeah. just saying, like, Use I went, I got, you know, I graduated with honors from Harvard and my mom was just like, you know, maybe you should do a, another career while you're waiting for the next acting job. And so I have a background in psychology and I was really interested in mediation. And so I went, um, Pepperdine Law School has a the Strauss Institute of Dispute Resolution, which is like the best in the country. Judges from, you know, Botswana come in and people, it's a really incredible mediation program. 
And so I went and I, I live in Malibu. I mean, I grew up in Malibu. My dad still has the house I was born and raised in. And um, there was this program. And so I stayed at my dad's and I took this program and I was so into it. And I'm such a nerd. And like, so we're at the, the, this law school and I'm sitting in the front row and everyone has their little names. And the, the professor was like, I'm in pink, of course. <laughs> and there's like all these judges, retired judges and lawyers. And I'm just the big nerd with my hand up, like answering every question. So into it. And the professor was like, you don't need to be a judge to be a good mediator. And he's like pointing at me as an example. And I was like Reese Witherspoon (laughs) in Legally Blonde. I know the story. 100%. I was so into it. And I, I would come home every day after class and I'm like, dad. And I was just, it like filled me with so much enthusiasm and excitement. It invigorated me. And, and, and then I just, um, I started volunteering my time pro bono at the courthouses, the Van Nuys courthouse, Los Angeles, downtown courthouse, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills. And I did about 200 cases throughout Los Angeles. I did small claims and then I went uh, to limited jurisdiction. And then I was asked the the professor of the class who taught it, um, then formed a mediation agency called the agency for dispute resolution. And he asked me to be one of their first mediators that they brought on for like the actual firm where we get paid, not just to do it pro bono. Although I did do over 200 hours and two, 200 cases, not 200 hours. But you save people a lot of money from having to go to these oh. expensive attorneys, right? Oh boy. Mediation is, is a helpful. It's wonderful. If you can get, if you, if you're going to get divorced uh, <laughs> and you yeah. have, Get a mediator. Mm-hmm. It'll be like $5,000 total instead of hundreds of thousands of fighting and this and that. And lawyers tend to just want to make money and mediators want to like craft a solution that you both are happy with. But um, anyway, so I was asked to join this, <clears throat> this firm and I said, yes. And then I got a series that w- was 80 episodes and I was like, bye guys. <laughs> oh, great. So, um, so as much as it was inspiring and, you know, acting is my number one thing. So as soon as I got that series, I, I, I'm still with the agency. So a lot of people know that I did it and I refer people to mediators a lot of the time, but no, I don't do it anymore. Even though I could, I don't, I, I'm just an right, actress and you, you a, could now always I write go back. Too. Yeah. You could always go back it's to it. It's always there. Is, yep. Yeah. What Amazing. was the, you, you had this really, Meredith had this really cool visual for how you describe being a mediator. It was the, the balcony. What did you call oh, that? Like go, it's like, it's like a Zen thing. It's like go up to the balcony, step outside your emotion and kind of just watch what is actually going to be the best solution for you. If you can kind of like go to the balcony of the courthouse and watch it as opposed to like being in it and wanting to fight. I mean, those stories are some of the most dramatic. I don't know. I can't imagine what you've seen, but how oh, about boy. producing a show, like a scripted oh. show called Divorce Wars or something like that? <laughs> I've seen the We craziest. like to spark up some projects on, on I, here I as well. We <laughs> like to, David, and I, David does it publicly too, so that anyone can steal this idea. Nice. He doesn't keep it secret. Yeah, he puts it out that. to our audience yeah, in case anyone else Mike, wants David, to do it. Dude, I was going to say, I think this is the second time you came been up with here a good since idea for something. You know how this term works. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Well, I'll write it for you guys, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not something I have in development. But I, <laughs> I, I don't want to deal with that anymore. I, I started producing other things. I wrote a show and sold it to 
it was so upsetting. I worked on a show for two and a half years. We, it was about to start. We were at HBO max and then HBO max got rid of their whole family division and got rid of 70 shows. And mine was one of them. And I was like, Oh, I worked on this for two and a half years, but I have two other shows I'm working on. So that's exciting, but they're happy, good animated shows. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. But isn't it weird to think about like when we were in this city, I moved here in 95, you know, Meredith's been here her whole life, but like, the way it was in the 90s in terms of how you developed a show, how you got a show in the air and how radically it has changed where it's one thing to like pitch a pilot and they pay you for a script and maybe they shoot a pilot, but they don't pick the show up. Okay, fine. But there are shows that get shot and then they just go, we're just not putting it on. And it doesn't even exist on a tape. It's just all streaming and it's memory hold. It's gone. It, that is so bizarre to me. Yeah, and how many people worked on that set and how many hours, right? But like, okay, but like, okay uh, the, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, a movie like that, that yes, it's, I, it is going to build an audience. It, in 10 years, it will be this thing that people will keep looking at. But there's movies that are made now that they'll put it on a streaming platform and then if it doesn't get the numbers, they take it off the streaming platform. There's no way to see it. There's no DVD. There's no VHS. There's like, it just never existed. So a lot of movies like Office Space or Donnie Darko that built those weird cult followings would never have a chance to do that in, in this day and age. Now, now they, they would just exactly. Be gone, yeah, they'd be gone forever. Yeah, because those those oh, movies, so too, weird. those movies from the 90s, we do. You you can still get those all on DVDs. Yes, you can still get around. a hard copy of, of stuff. And I know it's a strange and, and you know, it's heartbreaking, Meredith, when you ha like put your blood, sweat and tears into something oh. like that and you go the distance on something. Mm -hmm. I mean, but, I, I and keep it saying to everyone. It I was going to say it happened to Ben like, on a Marta project Kaufman very recently. had a series that she just was doing and. She had worked on it and then boom, done, gone. And credibility, like what people. you've done, yes, what you've done before doesn't matter because yeah. it's 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 all about what they're gonna the money they're gonna make back on this. Is there is there a good yes. return to be had here? Is there a big star, huge star attached? Right. Not even big star, not even award winning right. star. It has to be somebody in the stratosphere right. that you know. Right. Isn't the experience of making the project has value though? Right. I mean, yes, I the, mean, the friendships, the people that you met. I mean, there's value yes. in, in the experience. I but think. there is value at the end of your career to have a body of work that people can look at. And now big chunks of your work and experience are just erased. There's like gaps in the tape of your own career, which is very surreal and weird to deal with. And it's, it's particularly chilling. Christine, you just said, and I, I, I had dinner with Ben last month. It did happen to him. And it is chilling when it happens to someone like Ben, where you're like, so Escape at Danamora and Severance and everything else he's done did not weigh into your consideration of just like, you just looked at numbers and algorithms and went gone. Like, even if, it, wouldn't it be worth it just to see what Ben is doing? Like, his stuff is so unique. Put it out there. What now? Algorithm gone. Like that's algorithm, right? It's it, it came down to getting one. You know, it was they were looking for a big name name to round out this incredible cast on a really great sort of. You know, it would not have been a big budget movie. It was just and and it was that that name didn't happen, and they that just said we're not going to give you that's the money so to make dumb. it. it By the way, I just crazy. have to chime in and just Christine. 
um, Escape from Danamora was the most well-directed thing I've ever seen Jesus in my life. Christ. And I was like, Ben is the best director ever. Just no, the no. shot of Benicio Del Toro walking. I was like, this is the most <laughs> well-directed shot in the history of cinema. I, I was just, anyway, I'm just telling you that because I, I know him obviously as an actor and all the stuff he's yeah. done, blah, blah, blah. But I was just like, he's such a good director. I just, uh, no, anyway. It's, I, it, thank you. I love it. I agree. But that was bizarre to watch because he's always been a terrific director. And then that comes out and it's like, oh, he just took next level. a crazy next level leap. Like yeah. what is happening? The scene with Benicio Del Toro, when it finished, we rewound it and watched it again just to make sure what we had seen. It was so brilliant. And se Severance movie. is one of the most unique things and I've Severance. ever seen. What, I mean, yes. but I again, mean stylistically, he, wow. I know. But if they will take a project of his and go, now, and that you, then for someone like you're like, well, they don't give a fuck about me. If, if Ben is still being put through those hoops. Well, I mean, guys, look fuck? at how long the strike went on. I mean, look at oh. what we were dealing and with. And over the smallest bit just to yes. help people freaking survive. Yes. It I mean, it's, it's you know, it's... Um, th the, the corporate uh, greed it, has gone crazy. Uh, God, we could, <laughs> we could do a whole nother podcast on this. And, um, yeah, <laughs> and, Fra and Fran Drescher is a superhero. Yeah, she is. She I mean, was, what was that meme that went around? It was like, here's who we thought would be fighting against the machines, and it's Linda Hamilton and the Terminator, <laughs> all ropey. And here's who's and actually fighting, and it's the nanny. The like, nanny. nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh. I just, before we have to let you go, there's a movie that I'm looking forward to. I just saw the trailer for, which is the new Ghostbusters, which I, Bill Murray, I mean, Patton is, yeah. is one of the stars of this. Tell us about how, how this came about and what it's going to be. I've been friends with Jason Reitman for a long time. We actually met. Here's how we met. We both had French bulldogs and would meet at these French bulldog gatherings in, in oh, Lake stop Hollywood. It. Stop it. And, um, there were yeah, French bulldog gatherings in Lake Hollywood. There were. Oh, I the would have just loved to have gone. Sign. I would yeah. have just loved to have gone to watch the French this bulldog gathering. Snortiest <laughs> little sausage rolls running around. And, um, and we met and, and, our, and our French Bulldogs were both sweet. And then we both, we kind of knew who each other were. And then we realized what massive film nerds we were. And then we just started hanging out and watching movies. And then I was, I started doing um, table reads, early table reads for young adult as a placeholder for whoever they were going to get. Like they didn't know who they were going to cast. Are you it. like a professional, professional table reader? I, I mean, <laughs> this I, this like one, I wasn't doing the, I wasn't doing the stage records. I was doing the <laughs> character, oh, <okay. laughs> but Charlize and I just got along so well, like immediately. And he just, after a couple, uh, we did two, one more reading. And then he just said, Hey, you're gonna. You should play this part. You guys get along great. That's you. I'm so like oh. that was a great movie. Yeah. And then so we just started. We just do stuff together. He he likes. He is a movie director, but he likes directing. In between making a movie, he'll go shoot a video. He'll shoot a commercial. He just likes to shoot things mm. nonstop. And I love that about him. I love that energy. So <clears throat> he said, "Hey, we're doing Ghostbusters. Going to be in London, and uh, we got a part for you." And I was like, "Heck yeah!" And then. I went and did it, and I got to say, as fun as it was to do the movie, and Paul Rudd and Finn Wolfhard uh, will all, and Kumail will agree with me, what the most fun was in between shots, going to the actor's tent and sitting down and listening to Dan Aykroyd tell stories about oh. early Wait, Dan Aykroyd's, Dan Aykroyd's in it? Oh, yeah. Yes, he is. Oh. His race dance. Goodness. But oh. he would sit there and tell us these friggin' stories that were, I know a lot of them are in the live from New York, coffee table book but there's other ones that weren't and he that dude has lived a 
fascinating life. Oh, yeah. Fascinating. So getting to and, and we were all like, so then what like we, we were we would give him, you know, uh, cues to go off and he would just go off. And it was fascinating. So great. That, that's, so, yeah. that's like gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, the, and the movies, the movie is going to be I think it's going to be really, really good. I think the trailer is phenomenal and your yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah your narration and and your yeah. your you look really great in it but I think we got to let them go right yes, we do home. have to let you guys go thank you um, I can't thank you Christine I'm so happy to see, first of all you look exactly the same as you did 25 years ago so do you and so do you do we you, do. like you truly have an age i don't know what's going on you're just the most beautiful i love you yeah. i'm so happy i gotta talk to you i miss you come back and let's we're play. going let to do a neighborhood walk yes, yes we're going yes. to do this is we're gonna get through the holidays we're gonna do <laughs> and then we're gonna get to la i i've got a son uh applying to colleges we got to get him through that and then we will be in LA and we'll all do a little Fryman yes, walk or a neighborhood yes, walk. All yes. of us. I cannot yes. wait to see you guys. I can't. Good luck with everything with Ghostbusters, with all of your projects, Meredith. Thank and you. and I, I, you both are just delights and just make me smile. I'm so well, happy to see you. you. Thank you for having you for us. This was really, really fun. David, it's mm. so good to see you. And this was awesome. You guys yeah. do. This Thanks was for such a treat. Mean queen. Thank you. <laughs> mean queen. <laughs> mean queen. <laughs> oh, enjoy your day, right. guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank okay. you. All right. Have Thank you both day. so much. Bye. 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 What a fun couple. That was awesome. My God, this show just gets better and better every week. It's like, I can't even... I'm so grateful. <laughs> We're just such fun people and, and and have been around. I mean, M Meredith, we didn't really get into the age, but she grew up like a California girl, a Malibu girl who was by the age of like 15, 16, already starring in m big, big movies. She yeah, was she was a bit. Huge. Yeah, I remember her so well. Yeah. Um, and it's that light. Those two worlds colliding, just be having known both of them on separate trajectories and then to now sort of ha that to to get to know them together as a couple and for them to come on and talk and share about everything and great 90s stories i feel like i it was funny i forgot about Patton being in that movie that we did together which he said is a real 90s time capsule i'm not promoting the movie i don't even think you could find it i think it's going to be one of those movies <laughs> that Patton's like has disappeared he was about i don't think it's like i have a dvd of it but that it doesn't go past there but um but you knew both cool of them be before they got together right so when you yes heard, i mean their love story is so beautiful and Patton went through such tragedy and then yeah. the two of them coming together but when you heard that they were together were you like shocked or i don't like, i mean honestly i had known meredith in in the young years like when we were in our 20s um you know and then our lives kind of went separate ways but it didn't it made sense to me it just made sense because she was just so she was always so bubbly and and loving and kind and to me like i grew up watching her films so she was one of those people when I first got to LA and it was like, oh my God, that's Meredith Salinger. Like we're right. hanging out with Meredith Salinger. I, I really felt that way around her. And she always just made, like, I remember thinking she knows my name, Meredith Salinger knows <laughs> my name. Um, and so she was just, uh, and Patton's just a teddy bear, like a delicious teddy bear. He a really, really funny seem story of, of, um, Patton, which I didn't get to, but he, when he was doing his ADR, his his sort of dialogue for Walter Mitty, he was doing a recording session 
And Quinn, who was little at the time, because I think Walter Mitty was t- 2013, Patton kept saying in 10 years, it, it, we're now at that 10-year point where Walter Mitty is getting that kind of love. Um, and, and Quinn came in. We were picking Ben up while Patton was recording dialogue from L.A. and we were in New York. And he, because he's also the voice of in Ratatouille. Ratatouille, So my kids grew up like listening to him. And Patton was on the, the, you know, speaker and little Quinn, I want to say he was like eight years old or something. And Patton, you know, who's Remy, the rat in Ratatouille, Quinn's hearing him. And then all of a sudden Patton starts like cursing and saying like telling oh, some no. really really crass <laughs> story and Quinn, you just see Quinn go like cower like like he heard he heard Remy's voice but it wasn't the same dialogue right. I forgot whole, to tell yeah the whole image was shattered yes I told him that curse. story in person once he goes oh I destroyed him I just always threw it up but um no just a teddy bear they're great um always fun I love that we've got some couples some couple interviews. Yeah, it's very cool to interview couples because, yeah, you get little inside bits. Um, awesome. But, uh, so great to see you and thanks for hooking that up. And Yes, uh, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody, because yes. uh, Thanksgiving is is uh, in a few days. So happy Thanksgiving and um, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and give us five stars. And please follow us on Instagram at Hey Dude, the 90s called. See you next time. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.